Welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy, and I am so excited that you're here with me today. Welcome, welcome. This is day two of Manifesting for Empaths. It's a free two-part masterclass that I've been putting on this week, and I am so excited to bring it to you. This is so good. So today in Manifesting for Empaths, on the final day, we're talking about the four things that empaths have to do differently to manifest and must do first before embarking on really receiving the manifestations that they're here for. And after that, we move into creating your manifestation game plan and how to create a system, a game plan for you to manifest more, manage your energy, ground and clear yourself so you can stay in your power as a seeker, as an empath on this beautiful journey. So I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode. I'm so excited for you to dive in. And if you're feeling the call to go 700 steps farther in this material with me, I invite you to join the Empowered Empath. The early bird pricing is on until the end of the week, and we will be starting the program May 31st, 2022. I am so excited to go on this five-week journey with you, Seeker, to teach you life and manifestation strategies for empaths. So join me in the Empowered Empath. The link is in the show notes below. I will see you in that program. And without further ado, let's dive into day two of Manifesting for Empaths. Welcome to day two of Manifesting for Empaths. I am really, really excited to be here. Please let me know you're here as you join. Just give me emojis. Let me know how you're doing, where you're from, whatever you want to share. So day two in Manifesting for Empaths, we're getting into some secrets. We're getting into some nitty gritty about how we need to manifest differently. So yesterday, and for anybody who listened to the podcast or tuned in live with me, we talked all about, hello, hello, hello. (laughs) We talked all about why we need to manifest differently and what it actually looks like to be an empath, what an empath is, how there's a scale, um, how we are, you know, there's narcissist on one side, highly sensitive in the middle, empath on the other side, and we're somewhere in the middle, we're, we're somewhere on the spectrum, on the scale. We talked about how when we are a disempowered empath, we are more prone to, you know, our vibes being thrown off and being depleted and um, perceiving our own failures deeply, taking on other people's energies, having no boundaries, having it hard to communicate and stand up and, and speak. So these are all things. Hello, Tanya. Hello, Jamie. These are all things that Um, happen when we're disempowered, right? So we talked about that yesterday. The empowered empath is hella intuitive, connected. I was talking to you guys yesterday about how we have one foot on both sides. We can actually perceive and pick up on energy that other people cannot perceive and pick up on. Energy that other people's brains, right? Remember that? We have a, a more active neurological system. So if you didn't listen to day one, make sure to go back. Everybody wants the secrets, but if you don't fully understand what an empath is and how much of a gift it is and why we need to pivot our energy and do things differently then um, these teachings just they'll be powerful but in order to really integrate them I want you to understand more about empaths so make sure to go back after you watch this or after you listen if you haven't yet done day one make sure to hello Jamie um 
and cause it's just so powerful. So we talked about what the disempowered empath is, the empowered empath, the empowered empath is highly intuitive, has a gift to share with the world, is really good at picking up on other people's emotions and knowing what they need. We are nurturing, we are more magnetic to manifesting. It's just that half the time we're manifesting what we don't want because we're lost in the feels and in the depth, right? So let me know if that, if that resonates with you. I love to see, um, you know, what really hits home and, and I'd love to hear even to anyone joining that can type in, what were some of your biggest takeaways from yesterday? Um, if you went through the workbook or you listened or joined me live, what were your biggest takeaways from yesterday about being an empath and, you know, even recognizing you have gifts, right? We were sharing our gifts yesterday that you are really good with people or you're really good at comforting. You seem to know what people need. You tend to be intuitive. Um, you have a good gut feeling right? Some of you were sharing some of those superpowers. So make sure to, I'd love to hear that your biggest takeaway, um, from yesterday. So today we're more diving into the things that we need to do differently and then creating a game plan for you to be able to manage your energy. And I'll take you through this process. I've never heard of the scale before. Yes, that's amazing. I don't know if you were here yesterday. Um, so make sure to go back if you haven't, but it's a scale of sensitivity. And if you receive the workbook, it's in yesterday's workbook. Um, and if you haven't yet, you can sign up officially. The link is in my Instagram bio. You will receive the workbook and a free meditation if you choose to sign up. Um, but yeah, the scale of sensitivity, as we went over yesterday, um, was just so interesting because yes, there's narcissists on one side who aren't empathetic, don't care so much about other people's feelings, don't pick up on them, don't really care. Um, and more self-centered in the middle was the highly sensitive people that can pick up on vibes and energy in a room, body language, subtleties, read the room really easily, pick up on people's emotions. Um, and then the empath does all of that. Plus we have the added gift of storing it in our body. And that's the big difference is one can pick up on it and one stores it and takes it on as ours. So like, is that you? Do you feel like you're an empath, even just somewhere on this, on the scale? I mean, you probably wouldn't be here if you weren't. Um, yeah. Different types of empaths. Yes. That is really, really cool. Um, yeah, it's so interesting. So I am someone who definitely takes it on in my body, right? I can own that. And the more we empower ourselves, as you guys know from your spiritual journey, empowerment doesn't come from ignoring what we don't want or feeling like, oh, we're cursed. Empowerment comes when we go, this is who I am. And the more I get to learn about myself, the more empowered I get to feel. This is who I am. And when I'm working with clients and they're like, oh, I'm going to do this thing and I just shouldn't pick up on the vibes or I just hope I don't pick up. I go, sweetie, this is who you are. You will pick up on the vibes unless we go through protection and, you know, being aware of this and some of the tools that we're going to talk about today, all the tools we're going to talk about today. We need to do that or we will pick up on it. It's not maybe, it's not hopefully. If there's tension, we'll pick up on it. If there's sickness, we'll pick up on it. If there's unsaid things, we'll pick up on it. Weird energy dynamics, it's all going through us. And generally, we don't know what to do with it, but we just feel off. We feel anxious. I've had lots of clients say like, I was picking up on my client's anxiety. I was picking up, you know, that's the empath. We pick up on it, but we also feel it for ourselves. It comes into our body. So just owning that. Yes, you guys are saying that you are empaths, that you're feeling that. Just knowing that actually is empowering. And we're going to get to all the secrets and all the stuff. But first I want to say that before I knew this journey, say something as simple as like Christmas with family, right? Like before COVID, when everyone would have big Christmases or gatherings. 
I would be in that situation going like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm getting so overwhelmed. And on the outside, I'm like, yeah, business is great. Life is great. And inside I'm like, holy fuck, oh my God. And like that person, and I'm like here and my attention's, you know, divided and I'm feeling this and I really hope that this doesn't happen and I'm feeling this emotion and all this. And I kind of go like, oh, what's wrong with me? And oh my God, I can't wait to leave. I just need some space. I just need some quiet. That would be the internal dialogue before. Now knowing this is who I am, I first of all, before I go in, I'm like, baby Jesus, please help me. (laughs) Really honestly, guides, angels, help me in this situation, help to protect me, help to allow people's energy to move through me rather than get stuck to me. And also, as soon as I start feeling that stuff being brought into my body, I go to the washroom. I take a moment outside. I'm like, what was that? To my kids. And I go find my kids. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. And as I've shared, I think it was on the podcast. People probably think I have bladder problems sometimes. It's like, where's Talia again? But some situations I need to take consistent little breaks, even just for a couple minutes. I have a track on my phone. This is another hack you guys can do. I have a track on my phone. It's from the program activated. If any of you join it or um, have joined it, you get this track called Beach Bliss. And it's just a five minute track and it's the most beautiful um, meditation music to beach waves. And it just brings me home. I actually created it for me and then passed it on to the people in Activated. You will get that if you join in the future rounds. Um, And I'll put that on. It's five minutes. So I'll put that on in my earbuds or maybe I'm at home and things are getting chaotic. I take off. I say to my husband, like, I just need a moment. He's like, gotcha. I go, I put my headphones in or silence or whatever feels good. And I breathe and I allow it to leave me. And I say, I release what is not mine. I no longer choose to carry this. Because if I just stay and go, you should be able to handle this. What's wrong with you? You should be able to, it's okay. Everyone else can handle it. That does not help. (laughs) Unhelpful. What is helpful is taking little breaks. So really what I'm saying here is when we own the fact that we're an empath, we no longer have to resist it. We no longer have to pretend we're broken, but we also now have strategies to manage our energy, right? So I'm just so grateful to be here and to be teaching you guys about this stuff or placing some things in you that hopefully resonate and help you to go forward and manifest everything that you're meant for. So really, really excited about everything we're going to cover today. So before we dive in, um, to anyone that's new, my name is Talia. You probably know this. I always do my little intro on the podcast. A lot of you have been in group programs with me or been clients. There's some new faces as well. So my name is Talia. I'm definitely an empath. I'm a spiritual teacher, author to be, podcast host, manifestation mentor, mom of a hundred children. Okay three children. Um, and I'm a human design reflector, which is super rare, uh, Scorpio, Scorpio, sun, moon and rising. So right now I am on fire. Not that it's Scorpio season, but I think it's the moon in Scorpio right now. Anyways. Um, and really just seeker on the path. As I shared yesterday with my story and I share on the podcast, I've been through a whirlwind myself. I've, you know, grew up, I feel like fresh out the womb. I was insecure and didn't have a good sense of self was insecure with my body. I was bullied numerous times and really felt like I didn't belong, felt like I was someone who was always weird. It's like, I didn't fit in, in any category. Can anyone else resonate with that? Like I wasn't the cool kid and I wasn't the, this kid and I wasn't the, that kid. And I was like, I don't know what I am. Um, and over time, my insecurity and the compound effect of multiple times of being bullied and my own shit growing up, uh, developed an eating disorder that, you know, was very prevalent for about 10 years of my life. But 
you know, eased in on one side and eased out on the other side. So it was quite a while of a journey. Yes, Lori, you resonate. Um, and so, you know, that was my journey of, you know, hating my body, hating myself, hating my life, um, controlling myself into workouts, fasting, cleanses, pills, drugs, alcohol, anything to not eat. It got really, really bad. And friends were really worried about me. And I went to eating disorder counseling and my life was like wasting away. It was like, I saw my own destructiveness sucking the life force out of my life. And one day had my rock bottom and heard my intuition come through and give me gorgeous advice saying, um, saying to lean into love and the rest will fall into place. Lean into self-love, love yourself. And then the rest will naturally be able to come into place. And it was such a beautiful download that I needed in that time. And it also spawned my journey of intuitive development and realizing I was very intuitive, realizing that there's always voices going on up there. And it's not that I'm crazy, it's that I'm intuitive. So uh, really learning that gift as time went on and healing myself, it's been an incredible journey. Right now I'm on a healing journey of uh, chronic pain, something I'm just starting to talk about a little bit more, um, but I'm in the thick of it. So I often don't talk densely about things until I've come through a little bit, even enough to just teach it, but sharing vulnerably, that's what I'm in the process of right now. I've been able to manifest incredible monetary things like income quadrupling. I actually realized I'll celebrate this at a future time, but my coach is like, you have to celebrate. I realized I've made more this year than I did last year in total, which is like just, I'm not all about the money, I'm not all about that, but that is collapsing timelines. That is quantum leaping when it comes to income, when it comes to success, when it comes to who I'm being. So I'm really good at manifesting. I teach quantum leaping, I teach all of this stuff. Um, and in my own body journey with health and and not just health, with pain, with chronic pain, with chronic you know inflammation, all of this stuff, I wasn't ready to embark on that yet. And that to me is a whole other ball game. So I'm going deep in trauma work. I'm going deep in my own healing of my body right now as, as I'm speaking, I'm in programs and being supported in that. It's a huge, huge thing, but that's what I'm about is quantum leaping and really going after these things that we deeply want, whether it's more money, whether it's miraculous healing, whether it's having a child when you're told you can't have a child or manifesting your dream home when there's no freaking way you have a down payment. That's what I'm here for is the magic. And all of that is so that you can feel amazing in your skin, so that you can feel amazing in your life, so that you can feel like you're on purpose. That is what I'm here for. When you're aligned with your soul and you're doing the work of your soul, your work of source, that's nothing to do with what you do as a business. It's who you are being. And that makes you magnetic. This is the whole premise around activated and teaching you, taking you through that process is when you are magnetic, when you are clicked into your authentic energy in what your soul is speaking to you, allowing yourself to have fun and experience pleasure and be loved and heal and rise and expand into this absolute fucking miracle of an existence that we live. It doesn't mean we haven't been through the hardest shit ever. Myself, I've been through really hard stuff. My clients, sometimes I like listen to their stories going, oh my God, I can't even believe how blessed I am to work with you and that you are here still because you've been through 
a shit ton more than most people. So when we bring yes, law of attraction and manifestation, but we align that with our unique soul's calling, our unique soul's purpose, we become magnetic and then shit just gets to come in and we no longer have to be like, I am manifesting a this. I am going to manifest a that because what we desire just gets to flow in because we're in line. We're in sync. A tree doesn't go, okay, tomorrow I'm going to manifest a new branch. Okay. Tomorrow we're going to have 26 new leaves. Come on universe. The tree just is a tree. It gets fed by the earth. It grows with the sun. It blossoms in the seasons and it just is being done. And that really is what we are. It's just that we have learned a lot of things. We've muddied up the channel because we've learned we're not good enough or we compare ourselves or we feel behind in life or we feel like we're blocked. We feel like we're lost. You're none of those things. You're actually fucking incredible and on the right path. And the secret journey is a dense one. So being on the right path doesn't just mean like, oh, another day of rainbows. It's like facing the hard stuff, overcoming, getting gritty when you're like, I do not want to accept this anymore. I want, I am committed to live a life of X, Y, Z, abundance, freedom, joy, purpose. That is what I want. And I am not settling because I know I was meant for more. And that's what I've always done. I know I meant for more and it's not just success. It's not just money. When I say more, I mean more in here. I mean in harmony with myself, loving myself and in tip top condition in all the ways I'm getting supported. I'm healthy. I'm abundant. I'm a good mom. I'm a good friend. I'm, you know, rocking life. And that's what I believe is possible for all of us. And if you're going through the thick of it right now, that is actually good. That is part of the human journey. We get put through transitions because the universe needs to roadblock us sometimes, needs to detour us, needs to be like, stop over here, over there, right? And then that's sometimes when things feel chaotic, but you are advancing, you are manifesting, you are creating the life that you're meant for because you're here. Either listening to the podcast episode or here with me live, you go-getters that are all here with me live, you are creating the life beyond your wildest dreams because you're here right now. And I know that it's like, you're going there like, oh, little old me, like she's not really talking to me. She's talking to someone else who's super powerful, who's here. No, I'm talking to you. You would not be here if you were not ready. You wouldn't be here if you were committed to staying stuck. You're here because you're committed to a better life. You're committed to learning more about yourself. So let's just take a freaking moment to acknowledge you for that. I want each and every one of you that can to acknowledge yourself right now. Give yourself a hug. Pat yourself on the back. If you're driving, just say like, fuck yeah, good job, me. I'm rocking it. I've been through so much stuff and I'm still here and I'm still seeking and I'm still rising. Even if I don't even know what I'm doing, I believe Talia. So let's do this. I am here. Acknowledge yourself. So in addition to all those things that I do, <laughs> um, being the intuitive and the channel and the manifestation mentor and all the things, also a mom of three, as I said, live on the West coast of Canada on Vancouver Island, love my Island, love Canada, love Island life. Um, and just really love coffee and yoga and nature. And my husband, I'm married to my soulmate. We've known each other since we were 14. Uh, my oldest daughter is with my first, was with my first husband. And then I woke up and <laughs> found my soulmate as we tend to do sometimes. Um, what was I going to say? Um, props to any of you that have been married more than once. Sometimes you get it. You do something and then you're like, wait a minute, this isn't working. 
moved on. Now I've been with my soulmate for about 11 years. So pretty exciting. We have two kids together and I have three in total and it's just a, it's an amazing life. So welcome a little bit about me. I'm also left-handed. It's very random. Um, so again, today is day two of manifesting for empaths. And the last thing that I want to say before we do dig into all of the gold and all of the secrets is if you have not yet heard, or if you're on the fence about joining the empowered empath, I am so excited for everybody that's about to go through the program. I've had so many messages and people jumping on the 24 hour window where the um, program is uh, $44 off the early birds. So it's like the least I've ever sold it for. There's a special promo link when you sign up and get the workbook and the meditation, there's a link there for you that is only available till tonight at midnight. Cause it was 24 hours in total. Um, and the empowered empath is a five week program group program going to teach you all about your energetic types, your intuitive type, your empath type, cracking the code on your unique energy. Because on top of being an empath, there's also types and intuition types, as a lot of you know, that have been through these journeys with me. Um, and this is so important. There's different types of empaths. So important. We're also going to have lots of new strategies for overwhelm, for anxiety, for when that, when those energies start to pile up inside you, right? Lots of, um, techno, um, techniques and practices to stabilize your energy and have you more centered and as the empowered empath. So we're also going to learn more protection, grounding, clearing exercises to take care of that excess energy, recoding reality. We are getting into making new meaning, getting unstuck, getting unblocked, really cracking into dissolving the stories and the beliefs that we have carried being an empath and also in our life, in our life because we've carried them deeply. We've carried them with emotion. They are actually part of our identity. So we're going to start stripping back that stuff, realizing how your energy is, how you've created these beliefs. I'm going to take you through some really cool techniques to undo those. <laughs> we're also going to get into manifesting for empaths even deeper, more quantum manifestation timelines. There's going to be new rituals and routines and exercises. There's so much in this program specifically to teach Empaths how to quantum leap. So I say life and manifestation strategies for empaths so that you don't have to be blown open. We are going to go through things like creating sacred boundaries and learning who, what your authentic energy is versus how you feel versus what you've been told versus all of these other things. So really the whole thing comes together to create an empowered empath. And I've run this program a couple times in phenomenal results and people forever are going to Leah, that empath program. Cause it's one of those things you learn like intuitive development, like activated. It's a manifestation formula. You learn it and you can't help, but be changed after this isn't a one trick pony program. This is teaching you about your energy and how that correlates with manifestation manifestation on an even deeper level. And also of course, support from me and the group and all sorts of fun things. So if that does call to you, the link to empowered empath is in my Instagram bio, but if you did register, you get that special link for uh, $44 off the regular early bird price that's on until midnight. Also with that, the last thing I'm going to say is that you get a bonus, which is access to my entire manifestation library, manifesting with the moon guide, activations, trainings, all of it. You get access to so many workshops, including frequency and energy of money, getting unblocked, um, soul's purpose, how to, how to find your purpose, creating sacred boundaries. There's so many trainings and workshops, meditations, workbooks available for you. As soon as you join, you get access to all of that. So you can start the process now and the 
program starts May 31st. I'm so excited to take you guys through it. It's truly phenomenal, amazing results every single time I've run it. And I know that it's just going to be on fire this round. I don't know why, maybe because it's just been so inspired and it's where I am. I'm at a new elevated energy. I can just feel something special with the people that are joining. I have so much faith that the right people are going to be there. So if that's you, message me, find the link, join. I can't wait to see you there. That's the Empowered Empath. Okay. So let's dive into today's, um, today's topics. So the, we're talking first about the key things that you need to do first to amplify your manifestations. So if you've been doing things already, like manifestation techniques, maybe journaling, maybe meditating, many, maybe writing out desire lists or whatever it is you've been doing, continue doing what has been working for you also permission to let go of anything you've been doing that doesn't resonate, that doesn't feel like it's been working. Oh, I got to meditate or, oh, I should write out my goals for June or for May or for whatever. And, uh, just permission to let it all go and take in some new ways today. But anything that does work for you, continue doing it, my love, because that is the gold. So I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. Let me know you guys, if you are resonating with this, if you're here, if you're with me, hello, Heather. So the first thing you need to know is that because we feel things so deeply, our work needs to be focused on the energy piece. So once again, it is not, hello, it is not what you are doing. It is who you are being. So that's why if, even if some manifestation mentor came along and they're like, you do this journal prompt for 21 days, you're going to manifest everything. FYI, be cautious of people that talk like that because spirituality manifestation is a journey and it's a journey of dissolving what you are not to become that fully whole self that you already are. So there's no real manifestation hacks except for energy work, right? And then we can take that and apply it into physical practices. I'll get to that. But the main thing we need to do is carefully curate our energy. So I want these words to get in and allow you to hear them and rehear them. Careful energy curation energy curation, intentional energy curation. You need to focus on intentionally creating the energy that you want in your life. Because as we talked about yesterday, if you don't, you are left susceptible to everyone else's junk, to the weather, to the bad vibes, to the news, to everything else. If you don't intentionally curate your beautiful empathic energy that is so strong, If you're not doing it from energy curation, you are left open and available for everyone else to determine how you feel. Let me know if that resonates with you, right? If we don't have a strong sense of self, a strong sense of centeredness, we're like thrown the fuck off. Even me, if I'm not like, I don't mean even me, but I just mean I'm knee deep in this stuff. I practice and teach it. And if I don't have a strong sense of self and after my workday, I go downstairs and even like the kids are complaining or my husband's stressed from a long day with the kids or something, I will be ripped out of whatever joy was left in me and sucked into overwhelm, feeling guilty. I should have been helping him. Okay, what can I do? And I might have more to do for work, but I'll be like, that's it. I'm done my day. Fine. I'll just come help you. And then go like, oh crap. Now I have to be up till, you know, nine doing work because I sacrificed what I, what was important to me for, to make everybody else feel better. 
So yes, of course, as a team with children and husbands and wives and whatever else, we do need to be part of a team, but this is like ordinary day stuff. I'm allowed to be working and he has his kid days. Then I have my kid days while my husband works. So he doesn't have to feel bad about that. And I don't have to feel bad about that. When, if he comes home and I've had a day with the kids and I'm all like frizzy hair, like I need a minute. He doesn't have to feel guilty that he was working all day. That's what we've arranged, right? So as empaths, we tend to feel guilty about things. We tend to put things on us, tend to do anything we can to save people from feeling uncomfortable. Thank you for your comments and your emojis. I love seeing the participation and seeing that you're here. Yes, not rooted. So when we don't have a strong sense of self, we are left open to other people's vibes, other people's ideas, and then our own ego. So this is really, really important. I bring ego training into almost everything I do. I have a badass training on ego so that you understand that we have this narrative going on all the time that is keeping you small, that is trying to keep you safe, as you probably know from ego work. So if we don't have a strong sense of self, oh my goodness, it's almost like, I don't really mean this, but I do. It's almost like we're doomed. Like, And again, you know me, right? You know me. I don't like to fall into the doomed narrative, especially from an empath. Yesterday, I was almost teary saying like, you're not broken, it's a gift. But if we don't carefully curate our energy and learn about this, we do kind of like the chance of us remaining on our high flying disc, remaining in our high vibe place in the course of an entire day, if we don't have a sense of self, oh my goodness, we're thrown off by people on social media. We're thrown off by kids or by family or the tone in our mother-in-law's voice about something or the, 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 you know, we get news come in about something going on and like we are ripped out of our sense of self if it's not strong being an empath. So the first thing, this isn't even the first point, this is like leading up to it, is that we have to intentionally curate our energy. You just have to, my love. This isn't something that's like, maybe take on this practice or not. It's like, if you want to succeed as an empath, whether success is abundance, manifestations, miracles, or you just want to be happy in your life, you have to intentionally curate your energy or you're left blown open for the world to determine how you feel. Yeah. And you can feel lost for sure because you're like, well, whoa. It's like, we don't have anything to ground to. That's why yesterday I was saying we do really well with people that support us, whether it's mentors, groups, or it's a really good friend or a husband or wife or a partner or a parent that just like really, really supports us and sees the best in us because we feed back off that. And if someone's around you that does not support you, and I shared this yesterday too, being careful about sharing your deep goals and wild desires with people, because if you say like, I'm going to make a million dollars by 40 and someone's like, ah, uh, you're more susceptible to that. Eh, and then you leave going like, Oh, and I can't tell you how often I hear clients say I was feeling all jazzed until I shared it with people. And now I'm going, Oh my God, is it too much money? Or can I actually do this? Have I bitten off more than I can chew? I hear that all the time. And I, in myself too. That's why I don't often share things with people except the podcast, because with you guys, I can share like, this is what I'm going for because you're in the same mode. You're in the same line of work. You're in the same wanting to believe in miracles, but a lot of the world doesn't feel that way. As I, I, I did mention this yesterday as well, that, you know, I come on here and I talk about empaths and manifestation. And it's all fucking normal to me. Even the other day we're having a conversation with someone and someone said Joe Dispenza and my husband's like, Oh, you've heard of Joe, Joe Dispenza. Like he's not that big. And I like looked at him and I was like, what are you talking about? He's massive. And my husband's like, well, yeah, but to the right people. 
like Oprah is worldwide known. Joe Dispenza isn't yet worldwide known. Even Tony Robbins, right? And I was kind of like, I guess to me, it's normal. But you go out in the world and people don't believe in miraculous healings. Your people don't believe in everything that is available to you. Yeah. And when it's your partner, when it's your family, when it's your friends, it hurts. So you have to intentionally curate the energy you want and intentionally be around people who lift you up, light you up, pull you forward. I just finished a program yesterday. I was in a group program because I'm always learning. I always have coaches. It was about money. It was about prosperity. And at the end, she was saying like, what was the biggest takeaway? And I was saying there could be some practices I learned or some things I said, but really this container gave me permission to leap, gave me permission to dream big, gave me permission with a group of people to step into my new self my more abundant self. And in just six weeks, I have reached crazy levels of income and I have a goal this month. that's like way bigger than ever. And I'm already halfway over it. And I'm already blah, blah, blah. It wasn't the practices necessarily. It was giving me permission to rise. And I could have done that on my own. I'm a fucking powerful bitch. (laughs) I could have done it on my own, but that container allowed me to rise. So when you're with people that are like, really, you're going to do that? I believe in you, right? That's incredible. Good job. Reach for the stars. When you have friends, family, mentors, whatever that believe in you, it pulls you forward into that realm. So be careful with what you're sharing with people because being an empath is when you want to be an empowered empath, it's about careful energy curation. So let's move on into how this actually shows up in your life and how we can do that. So the very first thing, which is what I'm alluding to here, which is what I'm getting to suspenseful coffee, coffee sip. I sometimes get you guys to remind me to sip coffee because I'll pour it with good intentions. And then I get lost in source land and then we wrap up and then I look and I'm like, Oh, (laughs) either it's cold or the coconut oil that was in my coffee has hardened. (laughs) Okay. So the first part is choose the energy you allow in. And I want this to just, I really, you guys here, you're here for big stuff. So when I show up to something like this, this isn't just another live. This is a class. This is a class that I could charge people for. And I really want you to treat it like you're learning here. So really either write things down or allow this, allow yourself to see how this could apply in your life. So carefully allowing the energy into your life that you want in. So realizing, as I mentioned, that you're an empath and you pick up on a lot. If you're continuously around toxic people or thrown off or brought down by it, you're going to be lowered by it. As you go on your journey over time, you will get more resilient. My mom Actually, I'm not going to share that. It's okay. I was going to say, sometimes I would have been triggered by things that now I'm not triggered by because I've done so many years of inside work. So it does get better over time. Notes. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) And so draining your energy. Yeah. So they will drain your energy. And so there used to be things that would throw me off that now don't because I've done a shit ton of work. That's the official title. I should have a program called shit ton of work program. But really though, we I've done the work to be more resilient, but I'm still cautious. And there are people that could bring me down or that I feel anxious around, or there's something about their energy. That's, that's a journey for me to heal, but I also am aware I'm an empath. I'm going to pick up on this shit, right? So if you're around people, um, one of my best friends was around people. She was partying a lot. And like a few years ago, 
um, a few years ago now, quite a few years ago, partying a lot and decided to get like clean and sober and didn't want to be part of the party scene anymore. She had to wean those people out of her life. And there's a few of them she deeply cares about. And every once in a while, she'll be like, hey, do you want to go on a hike? Like meet us in a healthy place where there's not drugs or alcohol or whatever. And she'll go on a hike with that person to connect and then leave because she has to have those boundaries. So boundaries are important. Yes. Oh, the mom wound. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I get you. <ya. laughs> I just want to say I get you. Um, and it, and it's, I want to say that there's hope and there's healing because that was my biggest thing that even up until months ago, I was like, I don't know if this is going to be healed. I believe that I can become okay, but I don't even know what healing looks like anymore. Is it this merry relationship or is it just being all right to coexist and not being triggered? That's kind of what I landed on was like, as long as I'm not triggered all the time, you know, maybe that's what this looks like. And so, um, I just want to say though, that there's, there's hope and resources and tools and a journey to be had with that. In fact, that was my biggest teacher and call it a coincidence, but as I'm deeply healing the mom relationship, that is when the other miracles are coming forward in my life, like miraculous body healings and quadrupling my income and all these other things because I'm willing to go there. So that's just a side note. And I love you and I have all the space for you, Heather. Um, so we have to have boundaries around our energy. And I teach this in Empowered Empath about sacred boundaries. We also talk about this um, in Activated as well. Sacred boundaries rather than, I'm not going to allow those fucking people in my life because they're toxic. That's more judgment. But when we go, I witness every time I'm around them, I leave feeling awful or I get drained or I just feel like I can't. And here's a really beautiful thing that I learned that deeply resonates with some of my clients. It's about... In this case, can you stay energetically sober? So just try this on for a second. <laughs> Hand up. Um, can you stay energetically sober? So sometimes I think of people and I go, when I'm around them, I just do get triggered. So if it was an addict or if it was a alcohol, if they go to the bar, they will probably end up drinking for some people or they're triggered into it. And they just know in the beginning of the sobriety journey, some people don't go to a bar ever, some people don't go to a bar for a few years or won't be anywhere where there's alcohol. And then eventually they're okay with seeing people drink. And this is just some people's journey, but you can relate it to that. Can you stay in your sober self? Can you stay in love when you're around certain people, when you're in certain situations? And I want you to even think of the TV you're watching, the podcast you listen to, the books, the articles, the social media accounts that you, um, that you follow, right? The news you allow into your life, the courses you take, the seminars, the blogs you read, anything, does it allow you to remain in your light or does it throw you off into missing out, into not good enough, into everybody else is doing better than me and I should have figured this out by now or feeling like a small child when you're around the parent that you have the wounding, retracting back into that powerless self. That's something I noticed. I had so much power out in the world. I could hold space for people and say like the wisest shit and then I'm around that parent and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't have a voice and I, and I like have a hard time speaking up for myself and I'm fearful that like, there's going to be drama. There's going to be confrontation. It's like, 
I couldn't stay sober in the light around her. So I distanced myself for a long time, did a lot of work, and now I'm getting ready to reintegrate whatever that looks like. But it's okay to be like, I can't stay in my highest self when I watch the news. I can't stay in love when I watch violent films like movies and stuff. I can't anymore. I used to be so into true crime and so into reading about all the serial killers. And I just can't anymore because I can't stay in my lane. So you have to choose the energy you allow in and empaths have to be really careful about the material they're allowing into their life. So it actually serves you and you're going to do really well when you fill your head with positive podcasts, books that talk about miraculous healing and manifesting money and overcoming things or whatever it is that you're going for. The, um, the mentors, the people, the program, the books, all these things coming into your life intentionally curate that shit, including your social media feed. I want you even after this to be really hyper aware of how some people's accounts make you feel They could have all the most amazing things, but if it triggers you, it's a sign for your own healing. Yes, but don't be so strong that you're like, I should just be okay with this. That's just like going to a mall at Christmas time being like, I should just be fine. No, you're an empath. You won't be fine until as you learn these energy strategies that we're talking about, you will get more strong over time. Like I said, or the word is more resilient, not strong. Cause you're already fucking badass strong. It's more resilient that will happen. But for now it's like the alcoholic at the beginning, they go like, eventually I will be around. I will be allowed to, or able to be around alcohol. But for now, because I love myself and I'm committed to this journey of healing and rising and manifesting and turning into everything that I meant to be, because I'm committed to that, I am willing to put certain boundaries in action or in place or certain actions. Maybe you want to join the empowered empath to learn more about this, or you want to reduce the amount you're around toxic people, or you want to cancel your news apps or unfollow people on social media, take some action to intentionally choose the energy you're allowing into your life. Yes. Thank you for the comments. I love it. It jazzes me up. Thank you. I see everyone. So thank you. So it's time to be surrounded by positive, powerful messages. As I'm healing my body, do you think I'm going and looking up diagnoses and all of the prognoses and all of the doom and gloom and going like, oh shit, this is uncurable. Like I'm going through a ride of what I'm going through, but that is never going to have me in line with miracles. So I'm diving deeper into this program I'm taking with this beautiful mentor that has healed all sorts of chronic issues. Um, and I'm also going back into Joe Dispenza's work and I'm going back into all these things that tell me I can miraculously heal my body because I'm an empath. So when I hear Joe Dispenza, this is a gift part of being an empath. You can actually duplicate people's energies and bring it into your body in a beneficial way. So we get into this in the empowered empath, but I want to share it with you because it's a nugget and it's so good. If you're listening to me right now, or you're listening to someone that inspires you or someone that's delivering a message that you're like, Oh my God, I just want that message in my cells. You can, you can close your eyes and ask for that person's magnetism, bravery, their logic, their reasoning, their intuition, their inspiration, their energy to be duplicated and brought into your body. Cause that's part of your superpowers. So use that. As you see people that inspire the fuck out of you or have overcome something that you're going through, be like, I want to duplicate that miracle energy that she's emanating or he's emanating or whoever. 
and bring it into my life. So the fact that Joe Dispenza or Bruce Lipton so deeply believes in the fact that we can alter ourselves with our mind and cure any disease, including them seeing tumors falling off of people, I immerse myself in that energy because then I'm like, of course, miracles are actually normal because that's what I'm making normal. Do you see that? When we intentionally curate the energy we're in, we create a normal. So if you're around people, whether it's media, podcasts, books, social media, friends, whoever, if you're around people that believe in manifestations and miraculous things, it will give you permission to expand into it just like that program did with me with finances. Because there wasn't one practice that I found that made all the difference. There wasn't one breakthrough that made all the difference. It was simply the container that gave me permission to reach more. And that coach was talking about how she's in a container with people that a $70,000 month is not a lot. So she's all of a sudden realized she joined a container that the people in there are making like a hundred grand or 200 grand a month. And she's all of a sudden going like, Oh my God, my goal of 70 is nothing. Whereas I'm sitting here going 70 grand is a pretty awesome monthly goal. So we are around people in whatever form that pull us forward and give us permission to miraculously heal, give us permission to step into the light, to step into our gifts, to develop our intuition, to get to know our spirit team, to engage in the magic because we intentionally fucking created that life. So we're going to rise within it. So taking that and applying it to all the different areas of your life, the things that drain you, what are you spending your time allowing into your life? Are you, it does your, you know, like my social media, I actually am not on social media a lot, which is funny because I'm always here, but I don't personally scroll very often because my personal feed, and there's a lot of great people on there, but there's also a lot of people that don't know of my power, old friends from this place or family members that are just on a different path than me. And it doesn't make me feel very big. So I create secret Instagrams and follow people that inspire me, or I engage with my clients. I engage with my business because these people, you people are constantly like, yes, thanks for doing what you're doing. I believe in miracles. Oh my God, Talia. I had someone not that long ago that just hired me that said when she first found my podcast, she was able to manifest her tattoo shop. She got to create her dreams just from listening to the podcast. When I hear that in your miracles, it boosts my miracle potential and my confidence and my energy because we're like-minded. We are in this journey together. As much as I'm teaching you right now, you're also teaching me. And when I get to know my clients, I'm like, holy shit, you're inspiring. As I said, you're teaching me too. We are elevating together. There's no upper and lower. We are elevating together. So if you're not around people that you're not elevating with, that aren't pulling you forward into more light, that aren't teaching you with their actions. It doesn't have to be about the law of attraction. It could be someone who's an amazing mother or they, you know, a a couple friend that has an incredible magnetic relationship. And you're just like, Oh, that gives me hope. There's love out there. Whatever it is, intentionally curate your experience. So (laughs) there's so much more. This is only point one. Um, so you, the other place to intentionally curate, uh, your energy. I love that you guys are loving this is in your home. It's in your home. Thank you, Carly. Oh, I love you so much. In your home, my love. And a lot of you have already done this or have received this memo and are working on it. But intentionally creating the energy in your home is so important. I discussed this or touched on a little bit yesterday. And you'll learn this more in Empowered Empath. But empaths, we don't just pick up the energy of humans. We pick up the energy in a room, in our space, which is why when we're in nature... We feel so like, ah, 
you know, like before all this spiritual stuff was so present in my life, I remember even like 15 years ago saying like, when I'm in nature, I'm just not thinking about my bills. And I love me and my husband go on huge hikes, multi-day hikes, um, you know, like a, like a whole day or multi-day or going on a trek or whatever. And I always noticed while I was out hiking, I was never like, oh my God, my life is never going to work out. And all this doom and gloom. I was actually more like, have you ever noticed how the tree and just gives life and how nature and, ah, oh, it's just so great because I'm picking up on the energy in the room, Right empaths pick up on the energy around them. So whether it's nature or it's people or it's your home, you are picking up, you are feeling your space. So really decluttering is so beneficial for empaths. And in the program activated, I have a whole training. I know Abby, you were in, you know, this training and it really hit you the law of subtraction, which in essence is about decluttering, removing things that no longer serve so that you can make space for what you want, right? So this is so true for empaths. You feel your space. So by decluttering, by getting things out that are broken, that are half done projects, things that people gave you that maybe it was from an ex or maybe it was from a trip that like actually had really, I had this, had this stone from this trip to Mexico I took. And I thought it was like, oh, that'll remind me of Mexico. That trip was like the worst trip I ever had in my life. I was knee deep in my eating disorder. I stayed in my hotel crying the whole time. I was obsessed with not eating. Me and my partner at the time got in a huge fight. He was like trying to find drugs in Mexico. It was just like a mess of a trip. There was explosions, there was drama. Why the fuck am I bringing a rock home from that trip? <laughs> so sometimes we gotta think about that, right? What is the energy attached to the stuff that we're carrying. If it reminds you of a time in life when you were really anxious and overwhelmed, don't bring it back. You don't need to bring that back into your life, right? Getting rid of stuff, people, places. Yeah, I totally, totally feel you on that. So decluttering, this goes into intentionally curating your experience. And I say to clients, pick one sacred place and declutter that first. So maybe if you're an artist, it might be your art studio or your meditation room. Or for me, my office is like where all the magic happens. I just don't let it get too cluttered. Every day at the end of the day, I'm taking out my 17 glasses of coffee mugs and water glasses and, you know, bowls from whatever I've been eating. (laughs) I'm straightening up my notebooks. I'm getting everything arranged for tomorrow. And it's not because I'm naturally organized. It's because I feel things. And if I close down my day and there's shit everywhere, and then I launch in tomorrow and I'm going, I'm like, where's my client's notebooks and where's her notes? Like, yeah, it doesn't work. So pick a place. It might be your bedside table or your bedroom or your closet or your kitchen or your living room, or maybe there's a family room or a reading area or whatever. Pick a place, maybe your clothes with the seasons changing and declutter it intentionally bring in really great mojo and you will feel differently. Sayonara, all my friends. Yep, that sometimes happens. So to manifest, I know that this doesn't seem like it's as appropriate with manifest, but you have to declutter your space. So if you're wanting to manifest money, as an empath, you need to clear your money energy. So that's cleaning up your bank accounts, consolidating things, maybe getting a system for how much you're saving, clean it up, right? So even if you're not saving like 40%, like save 2%, every time I get paid, I'm going to put 10 bucks in an account. Doesn't matter, but that system is clean 
and streamlined and it makes the empath go like, okay, I've got a system, right? So we don't always need, like, we're not all type A system people, but chaos does not do well for us. So really being aware of that. It doesn't mean your home has to be spotless, but it means that if you can feel calm and safe in your home or in your areas as the empath, you're just going to have less nervous system fight or flight going on in the background. So you can sink in and relax. So also being aware of your, like the fabrics you wear and the plants and the things in your home. So intentionally choose the energy you allow in. So I often see people, positive people trying to manifest, but they're thrown off all the time by energy vampires, by overstimulation, by being overwhelmed. Maybe it's like draining things going on, lots of worry thoughts. Those things need to be cleaned up. We need to intentionally curate the experience that we have so that we, that, cause that's how we'll feel. That's how we will feel is what our, our, um, uh, what our environment is and how it feels. So does that make sense? Okay. So the next thing is pivot and choose again. I just realized that I have a call in 35 minutes, so I just have to make sure I'm staying focused. Hello everybody. Oh my goodness. Thank you for joining me. So pivot and choose again. So what this means is be very aware of your thought train, <laughs> boop, boop, thought train, right? So know that if you have any focus in any direction as an empath, that focus starts gathering energy and that energy starts gathering more thoughts and those thoughts, more energy, and that creates momentum. So that happens with everybody. But the fact that empaths are so emotionally driven and story driven and feel driven, that thought train can get out of control very, very quickly. And that's a lot of us suffer with anxiety, depression, overwhelm, this deep sense of like, not there yet, not enough, not doing well, lost in your own everything, right? And that's usually because we have a thought train that doesn't get nurtured. So it goes off on its own, like a steam train going down a hill, and where is it going to stop? I don't know, right? Again, a lot of the themes of this, of this whole manifesting for impasse is we can't just let life do us or we're just susceptible to other people's low vibe stuff. We can't allow life to just impact us. We have to intentionally curate this energy. So part of this is pivot and choose again. So what I like to do, and again, how I started all of this of just like owning that we're impasse, what I like to do is I like to say, if I continue down this train, I will get sucked in. So instead I'm going to X, Y, Z. And sometimes when there's really intense stuff, like I'm just going to cry or I'm going to journal or I'm going to have a bath or I'm going to intentionally yell or I'm like yell intentional anger, not like yell at my children. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, or go on a run or somehow alchemize the energy because I know if I stay in this, it's not going to go anywhere good. So let me know you guys with emojis or comments, if this resonates with you, even just hearts or something. I know that if I stay on this train, it's not going anywhere good. So I don't want to spiritually bypass because there's always opportunities opportunities for healing. But right now I'm just talking about our energy. It gains momentum quickly because we're feelers, because we're empaths. So really just being aware of that. And as you start getting sucked in, what I like to do, and I teach an empowered empath, lots of strategies for this. But what I like to do is say, that is not mine return to sender. Or if I continue down this path, it's not going to go anywhere good. So how can I redirect to love? That's what I say. How can I redirect this thought to love? 
And I talk about this with clients that can really embody this. So some of you may be ready for it. Some of you not so much, but, um, probably you guys that are live here, I'm sure you are, but it's, how can I look at this through the eyes of source or through the lens of love and recognize that I don't want to go down this train. I don't want to start obsessing about money and how I'm not there yet and how I'm this old and I should be there. And like, I don't want to, because I know that it doesn't end up good right? It doesn't end up in self-love for myself. It doesn't end up in creative solutions or new possibilities. It actually ends up nowhere good. So often, right? If you're caught in that. So knowing that you can spiral into feelings and thoughts and emotions can actually empower you to choose again. I don't want to go back down this path. So I'm going to choose again. And the more you practice that, the easier it gets. If you get an unexpected bill in the mail, it's like, instead of freaking out, I'm going to choose again. And I'm going to say, Okay, we got this unexpected bill. I'm freaking out, but I know somehow we'll handle it. We've always handled it before. I'm just going to pay it. I'm going to have faith. I trust in you, like trying to get back to that instead of spinning out. So really in in essence, pivot and choose again. This is how we need to, because manifesting is who you are being, not what you're doing. So if you're uh, just to come back and say why I'm talking about this stuff, if you are doing, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a, I'm a millionaire, I'm doing this, I'm a millionaire. But you're constantly thrown off and you're constantly going, oh, I'll never be a millionaire and I'm not even ever going to be here. And oh my God, and my brother or my sister or my dad or my mom. And they think that blah, blah, blah. I drink coffee. My coffee's actually done. I'm onto my incredible green water. Um, but thank you. Um, so knowing that I can spiral into these feelings, knowing that I can spiral into these thoughts and emotions, it, it, it tells me to, it allows me to choose again, which if you can stay in love as much as possible, you will manifest on autopilot because it's who you're being. It's connected to your truth. It's connected to optimism, positivity, potential, inevitability, excitement, magic, all those things. You're connected to that when you go, I'm not going to go down that road because I'm learning it's not even true and it doesn't end up well. So if it doesn't end up well, it doesn't end up good. So if there's something that's really persistent, go get help to heal it move through it in some way, but don't just stay in the fear thoughts, stay in the overwhelm. So a big part of this is it takes effort at first to pivot and to practice pivoting. But as you do, it'll become easier and easier. And this has literally been, um, probably the dominating focus of my life is not bypassing, but it's realizing, does this thought help me or hinder me? Does this freaking out about a bill build me power and help me manifest more money? Or does trust and faith right now actually, is that going to have a bigger impact in manifesting more money? And it's pivoting. So I've fallen out of love and I can choose again. I witness that the, this is going to go nowhere good because I'm spinning out. I choose again. I choose to give myself a hug. I choose to say, I love me anyway. I choose to go guides, angels, universe, help me see how I can pay this bill or join this course or take this trip or whatever. Instead of spinning out on, I can't, I won't, it's not happening. Do you get what I mean by that? So pivot and choose again, especially regarding your goals and what you're manifesting. If you're creating a good business or you're, you're wanting to create a successful business, but you're constantly spinning out about how business isn't happening, that those are the times when you need to pivot and choose again. You start going into those thoughts and then you stop and go, wait a minute, whose timeline am I on? Just because I've been doing this for six months or six years or whatever, and that person's making money and I haven't done it yet, wait a minute, maybe this is exactly where I need to be. 
this struggle is actually probably showing me something. Maybe it's the call to get help, to get mentored or to dive deeper into energy practices or whatever else. Find another truth rather than I'm bad. I'm broken. I'm fucked. These people suck. My boss is a jerk. I'll never get out of this. Notice when you start going down those trains and saying to yourself, if I go down this path, I'm going to get sucked in. So instead I'm going to choose love or I'm going to choose a slightly better feeling thought. And as I said, it takes some effort at first, but very quickly you notice. And these are the, these are the power leaks. These are the energy leaks. When we have our moments of like, Oh my God, this sucks. I'm doomed. We can all have this and still be powerful, but when we're sucked into it, that starts to really damage our vibe because it shows the universe what we are believing. And when we're continuously sucked into, I'm never going to do this, or it's impossible, or I'm doomed with this, we are literally showing the universe that we believe that we're not going to get out of it. And unfortunately, what we believe ends up being what we attract back to us. So those little moments, don't underestimate the power of a pivot. (laughs) Pivot! Someone let me know where that's from. This pop quiz. Pivot! Um, So pivot and choose again. So the next one, number three, is to transform and release excess energy. And I'm talking daily. So a lot of us are like, yeah, I do that every once in a while. I do that when I feel overwhelmed. If you started doing it daily, your life would change. Yes, it's from friends, Gina. You win the satisfaction of winning. Um, (laughs) So making it a daily practice to transform and release your energy. And in Empowered Empath, we do go through the first couple of weeks, so many practices. I'm going to share some with you today. There's some in the workbook as well. But every single day, I used to do it once in a while. And now I do it every single day. Energy work is me. That's who I am. Before I started this, why have I been having dance parties? Why did I touch base with a bunch of clients and then intentionally stop, pivot and go, okay, I'm transitioning into masterclass mode. I'm transitioning into this. So what do I need to do? Okay, I got to get jazzed up, get my coffee, get my green water, <laughs> you know, do my thing. And I'm always transforming energy. I'm always releasing energy. It's not once in a while. It's awesome. So once I got serious about releasing and transforming energy, manifestation became so much easier because manifesting is actually effortless and it is coming to you all the time. It's our resistance or our blocks, but we're not blocked. We're just in resistance. There's fogginess clearing, like um, muddying up the channel. When that happens, our manifestations are slow and aren't really coming. So when we can release that excess energy, why do you feel so much better after you cry? For anybody that practices intentional anger, why do you feel so much better after you just fucking let it out and punch a pillow or scream in your car or whatever? In the monthly unblocked uh, workshop, if you haven't joined that, I'm doing a monthly unblocked workshop. I think the next one's May 27th, 8th, something like that. Um, And I'm teaching you releasing techniques. We go through a chakra clearing. Why do you feel better after? Because you've cleared. So why wait until it's crisis mode to clear? It's like waiting till you need a root canal to go to the dentist. We can do that, but then you're constantly in emergency saving mode, crisis mode instead of preventative mode, right? So if we go to the dentist every six months for cleanings, less catastrophe happens. It doesn't mean we're going to be unscathed, but less catastrophe happens. If we don't go for five years until something hurts so much, we can't function. There's more crisis to manage. You know what I mean? So when we transform and release our excess energy daily, 
we actually stay in a higher vibration place. So transforming it easy, like daily made me feel lighter and happier and more optimistic and way, way easier to stay up here and not get sucked into all these things that we're talking about. So some powerful ways that I release and alchemize energy daily channel anger. I love that. Hang on. I'll get to that in one second. So actually part of this is in there. So we're good. <laughs> um, powerful ways to release excess energy daily. Exercise is a big one. I used to exercise just to lose weight, just to have awesome glutes. Now I exercise because I love myself because I care for my body because I am one with my body I'm getting there. I'm learning <laughs> and also to transform energy. Because when I'm sweating it out, whether it's cardio or it's weights or it's yoga, I'm moving energy in my body. So exercise is a beautiful way, even just like going on a run to process your energy or jumping jacks or anything. Um, exercise is a beautiful way. It physically moves energy. Like it burns calories. It has you sweating or close to sweating. Your heart rate's pumping. Your blood is pumping. It literally moves things through you in an express way. So another thing is um, a bath or a shower and having a release. I think we've all done that. Um, I'm going to give you a practice that I usually only teach in Empowered Empath, but it's a bath practice that I love. So what I do is I picture what I want to release. So maybe it's resentment or feelings of not good enough or the frustration of the day or money worries or body worries or whatever, pain even. I fill up the bath with that intention. I choose like the right not right, but I choose oils or whatever that feels right for me. Usually Epsom salts in there. And I have that bath and I sit in the bath and I picture myself just, I picture that emotion. I picture that not good enough. I meditate a little bit. I ponder a little bit. Sometimes I allow myself to go like, where did this come from? Or what am I truly feeling? Just whatever, a little bit of processing. And then when I'm ready, I pull the plug and I picture all of these concerns and all of this, these worries going down the drain. And as it circulates in the drain and as the last little bit goes through, I breathe and I go, mm, and I allow it to help me clear my energy. So there's a beautiful practice. Regular showers and baths are also incredibly powerful. Water, it, it is cleansing for us. We are deeply connected to water and the elements and nature. Um, intentionally taking big deep breaths with the intention of alchemizing. So like really deep breaths, we know to breathe before things. If we're having a big talk or a difficult conversation, we'll be like, I got this right. So using breath to alchemize your energy before and after things, if you need to escape the gathering and go to the washroom, 10 deep breaths or five deep breaths are one of the most powerful things you can do. I also will declare it. I say, I am releasing energy now. I am releasing the energy of the day now. And often I taught this in the last unblocked workshop is I often will like shake and just kind of like, I'm releasing, I'm releasing, I'm releasing. And this is a beautiful thing you can do between clients or in your day when you're transitioning, beginning of the day, end of the day, anytime. Um, and you can just kind of, I'm releasing my energy now. Ah! Just flicked a ring off my finger. Okay. Um, so then another one is, um, is this anger and intentionally releasing anger. So what I do is I wait until it's like at the surface. Um, you can do it anytime, but sometimes emotion, I can't access anger when I'm feeling good. So right now, as soon as I get off this live stream, I wouldn't really be able to fully experience intentional anger because I'm like on, on cloud nine, but those days when I'm like feeling feeling like, oh, 
like frustrated inside. Usually what we do is we go like, "Mm, anger has no place here, right? You don't want to yell in front of people. It's almost dinner time or, you know, you're at work, keep it calm and collected. I like to try to find somewhere or some way that I can access that anger and I just fucking let it out. Like there's no real way to do it. Sometimes I'm yelling. Sometimes I often go like, like to kind of bring it up and then just allow yourself to get angry. I've done it before where I was like on, I actually have a bed in here because I love to meditate and stuff like that. And I'll like be punching the pillows or like I'll lie face down and like, ah, until my arms hurt so much, I can't continue going. But after it feels very much like a good cry where I'm like, oh, that feels good. Okay. So we need to be transforming and releasing energy. I also love things like sage, Palo Santo, um, using plants to alchemize energy in many different ways. I really love that. Incense is great for clearing the air too. And all you actually need is to say, I no longer want to carry this. I release it now. I no longer want to carry this. I release it now. I now release what's not mine. I now release excess energy. That's all it takes. It, it sounds so simple, but when you're not doing it, you're not clearing it, right? So sometimes it's as simple as just doing it. It's just like meditating. It's super simple. You lay there or you sit there and you clear your mind, but actually doing it is where the benefit happens. So that is, those are some ways there's more in the workbook. There's tons more in the empowered empath. You can also use pets, um, to alchemize energy, which is amazing. Um, there is a type of empath called an animal empath and they are deeply connected to animals. So you can do that grounding, put your feet on the earth. There's lots of different ways, but doing that daily will make such a connection or such um, a shift in your life. So the last tool, um, is deeply connecting to her. So this is my quantum manifestation work. This is the, her work. A lot of you are familiar with that, but the reason why it works so well for empaths is because when we can deeply connect to her, we feel her energy. And that is the same thing as like people that call you forward. We call ourselves forward and we feel her and we sense her and we feel her emotions. And like when we can click into her, it is so powerful, more powerful than people that aren't feelers. So her, for any of you that are new is the version of yourself that is already living the dream life. The version of yourself that has healed her trauma, that has attracted all the abundance, that has the success, the successful business, found the soulmate, live in life on her terms. She miraculously was able to get pregnant after being told she can't or escaped getting pregnant because you didn't want children, (laughs) whatever your story is. It's the version of you that is already living the life. So when we pull her up and this is the awakening her podcast, that's actually what that means. When we can activate that version of us, the version of us that has overcome this thing, the version of us who is mastering our energy, who is grounding every day, who is not carrying what does not belong to them, who is very aware of the toxicity in their life and creating those sacred boundaries, the version of us that is the empowered, intuitive, powerful empath. When we can channel that version, we can quantum manifest actually quite easily because this version of you is manifesting easily. This version of you is calm and balanced and has sacred self care routines and sacred boundaries around the people in their life, in your life. Um, you're eating healthy, you're living life. You're also enjoying treats or chocolates or whatever. There's no restriction and, and 
rigidness because she just is balanced. She just is naturally magnetic in her zone, in her purpose, in her element, in her values, in her authenticity. So when you can connect to that version of you, give them a name if that helps you, see them, embody them, try it on, be her. It is such a powerful technique for anyone, but empaths, it's like once you connect, once you connect to her, it's like you have her, you can feel her, you're there with her and it's so powerful. So she's confident, she's in faith, she trusts the universe and the universe's flow, she's creative, she's inspired, she acts on her soul's desires. She's abundant. She has sacred energy practices that keep her in balance, sacred energy practices that keep her centered in her self, that keep her energy clear and grounded. She nurtures herself. She has plenty of alone time, nature time, recalibrating time, amazing community, amazing people pulling her forward, mentors, books, people around her that she's attracted into her life her, him, them, whatever you resonate with. There's no, no judgment here. It's not just for her. So get acquainted with this version of you. Get acquainted with this version of you and feel her, embody her and use that for your manifestation journey. So if you're wanting to create a successful business, who is the version of you that already has that beautiful business? And what is she doing differently? How is she speaking to herself? How is she investing in herself? How is she moving herself forward? What are her energy practices and routines, right? This is part of your manifestation game plan that we're we're ending on in just a moment. It's recognizing those things that make you feel cleared, that make you feel powerful, that make you feel connected, that make you feel supported, that pull you forward in life. And for goodness sake, doing them, doing them as much as possible, giving room to always grow and get better and more focused and more, more, more self-care and more beautiful energy practices, but doing them and showing up is a key part of how she has gotten to where she is. She leapt when she was inspired. She kept learning. She kept sinking in, drinking more water, finding her path, right? Being kind to herself, using loving, encouraging words, developing her into intuition, all these things, that is what she's doing. So really get acquainted with that version of you for manifestation. It'll be more potent and powerful for quantum leaping than any one journal prompt or any one magic mirror exercise. Do those things, but realize that for you, there's no one hack to it all. There's no one hack to it all. It is intentional energy curation for you. It is intentionally curating your environment, your home, the people you allow into your life, the ideas, the concepts, the energy you allow into your life, how you intentionally set up your life. So if you set up your life to wake up to an alarm that makes you feel inspired because it's beautiful music, or you leave your clothes for the day all set out for you and you wake up and you go, Ooh, all my clothes are set up or the kettle's ready to be boiled and you have your back. You intentionally set up a life where you're taking care of yourself. So it's that simple. It's just doing that and 2.0ing. If you want big dreams, get around big dreaming people. If you have big visions for yourself, get around the people that have those type of visions that understand that that is not only possible, but it's inevitable for you. You are meant for big things. It's just that we're often around people that feel small, 
that feel limited, that have their own shit going on and their own limits. And we suck up that energy and we become limited, but you are not limited. You are unlimited. The power of the universe applies to you. The laws of the universe apply to you. And it's up to you to intentionally curate your life. And for extra bonus points, for bonus results, as I've already mentioned, it's getting supported. That is so important. As I said to you, with friends, with family, with people that agree, join memberships or book clubs, read new things, listen to new podcasts, join programs, get mentored, whatever. That support key is so important. And the other part of that is I know that you might be somebody who doesn't get supported, whether it's a mentor or a friend. If a friend says, Hey, is there anything I can do for you? Let me know if you need anything. Do you ever let them know if you need anything? Do you ever call up someone saying like, I need support, right? So allow yourself to get supported. My love, whether it's from the really beautiful friends you have in your life, your partners, even your children. I've been lately leaning more on my children. Even when it's physically, I'm like, Hey guys, I really need your support. Can you please sweep here and grate the cheese here or whatever, because I just need help. Allowing myself to get supported has been huge. Yes. From mentors and investing all this money. Yeah. But also the real people in my real life, allow yourself to be supported and uh, be around people that see the greatness in you. If you take away one thing, it's you intentionally curate your experience. So if you're wanting big things and you're not intentionally curating a life that allows for that type of energy, it's going to keep you stuck because you'll keep buying into the smallness and then your ego will attach and be like, well, you've never done it before. And people like you don't do this type of thing. And who's going to buy from you? Who's going to blah, 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 because you're stuck in the loop of other people's smallness, other people's limitations that does not apply to you. You are an unlimited being of source. You are a magical fucking unicorn being an empath and you're meant for big things so that you can explode your light. I was going to say explode your light all over all of us. And I realized that's borderline inappropriate, <laughs> but really, right? We need your light. So the more empowered you get, the more you turn around and use that energy to help others naturally, but it's also your manifestation mojo. So being supported and allowing yourself to receive support is massive for empaths. You do it and it pulls you forward. You phone up someone and you, you know, get supported. It moves you forward. You invest in a program. It moves you forward. You read a book. It moves you forward because you're soaking up and duplicating that energy of those people that you are around. So who are you duplicating? I want to be around big go-getters, but don't know where or how. Well, I mean, you've been working with me, so that's good. Um, but yeah, I hear you. Um, and I would look for, I always go to like books and podcasts and things. And then that usually branches off into people's communities, memberships to join local groups, even, um, like spiritual groups or whatever. Um, yeah, I think, I would, I always start with a prayer. So praying to the universe, praying to praying to the universe saying like, I wish to elevate my energy and be around people who have an elevated energy. Show me where to go and watch for things to come up on your feed in life. When you see signs or advertisements, people that call to you, just leap the fuck in, which is something you're really good at. Jamie, you are constantly leaping. You are doing it. You're doing a good job. You truly are. I know you, I know you personally working with you knowing, and you're doing a fantastic job. So continue to just watch for those big people in the ways that you've already been doing and more, right? Okay. So the last thing is creating your manifestation game plan for you. So now that you really, truly realize that you need to 
curate your energy and you've realized it before, but it's more important than ever because it's going to make or break your manifestations. You have to learn how to, um, how to, uh, be in this empathetic power, this energy power, this power that we have that is our manifestation center, which comes from our heart, which is our emotions, what we emote, we attract. So like you have everything you need to manifest miracles. So what it comes down to is this intentional energy curation. So right here, I'm going to help you make the game plan. There's no one plan for everybody, but in the workbook, I have a ton of daily routines that you can pick and choose from. And then in the workbook, I say like the things I'm going to start incorporating are the things, the ways I'm going to get supported are the ways I'm going to pivot. My thoughts are the things I see that are getting in my way are and really reflecting on everything you've learned in this. So in these practices, for some examples, in the morning, we can set energetic intentions for the day. We can connect to our intuition. We can do a protection prayer. We can be her as you start your day. You can read a page from an inspiring book. You can write out or script how the day is going to go, right? So morning practices, intentionally curating your day, starting out powerfully, starting out, even if you're woken up by kids, even if you get rushed into the day with like, today's going to be a good day. And that is powerful for an empath. It's making the intention to set the intention, right? So midday, we could take a moment of quiet to recalibrate, put the phone down, take five deep breaths, do the beach bliss track that you get in activated, take five minutes to take a time out, be aware of your emotions and thoughts, eat well, eat veggies, eat life foods. That's a whole other training I can't get into today, but eating plant food, um, which actually I do teach on this in the empowered empath, but eating plant food is so important for empaths because we pick up on the energy of what is around us and what the, the life force that comes through raw fruits and vegetables doesn't mean you have to be totally vegan or totally raw, but anyways, eating well really helps the empath moving your body, moving stuck energy, taking a break in your day, connecting to support in the middle of your day, reaching out to your bestie, reaching out to your coach, the group you're in reading a couple pages from a book that makes you feel seen and heard connecting, making the point to connect so that you're not left frazzled, left depleted, emergency moding it later, right? Just like the dentist. If you floss daily, if you brush a several times, if you get a really good toothbrush, if you whatever, brush your teeth after coffee, you're not going to have to get to the point as often that you have an emergency dental situation or you need all the bleaching or you whatever, right? Because you took care of it. So midday, what can you do to recalibrate your energy? Can you, instead of scrolling, take a moment to read a book or take a moment in silence or go outside? I really intentionally try to go outside every day. Some days I'm outside all day. Other days I'm working in my office and I'm like, have I even breathed the air last night as soon as the kids went to bed? Cause I'd been in my office almost all day, even working out journaling, but I was inside. I said to my husband, the second they're down, I want to go to the garden. I just want to like check on the plants and see if the carrots have sprouted and be outside and water the garden and snip some kale. And I just had to go outside. So what can you do in your day to break it up? I'm going to get to your question in just a second. Thank you. Come back to gratitude. Come back to your powerful energy. And then before bed, 
right? Declare an energy release, choose relaxing activities, sacred self-care, eliminate violence and negativity on your phone with TV, whatever you do in your evening, cleanse with water, have a shower, have a bath, wash your face beautifully. There's these things that you can do that I know it seems like, how is that going to help me have the business? How is that going to help me attract the soulmate? because it's intentional energy curation. And the biggest thing I've done to quantum leap in the last six months, which has been a motherfucking quantum leap, bigger than I've ever experienced, collapsing timelines like I've never done. The biggest thing I did was choose to feel better and exactly do these types of things, but more than ever. Screw it, I'm not letting myself get depleted. I'm going on my yoga mat, I'm taking a moment to recalibrate, fuck it. Sorry to my client, I'll be five minutes behind because recalibrating is that important that I'd rather go in with a clean slate than go in frazzled because I care about me and I care about you and I care about my work and I care about my day and I care about my life. And I'm going to intentionally curate my experience. I don't need to get sucked in. I don't need to get pulled down by other people's limits and feeling broken. I am going to master my energy. I am going to intentionally curate my day. So I can't watch too much crime or anything that freaks me out anymore. I'm not going to spend my, my time engaging in it because it doesn't leave me in a good place. So this is where you start to make up your game plan. And I want to start seeing with the workbook in the morning, I'm going to what? Set some intentions for the day. Put your feet down on the floor and be like, today I'm going to spin shit into gold. Today I'm going to try to look at things optimistically. Today I'm going to try to look at life like source. Today I'm going to drink a lot of water and I'm going to intentionally allow my body to hydrate with every water, with every glass I drink, I'm becoming happier, healthier, and more abundant. Midday, I'm going to take a little break. When my kid naps, when the kids are out of the house, when I have a lunch break at work, I'm going to take a second. I'm not going to scroll my phone for the first minute. I'm going to take a second. I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to say, I release all that bullshit with my coworkers. I release the stress from the morning. And then before bed, declare it again, declare it again. This is your life and your energy. And there's nothing more important than you creating a game plan for manifestation, for living your most amazing life. So I have just a couple minutes. Of course, I need to say if this stuff jazzes you up and you do not want the party to end and you want to dive deeper into this and you feel heard and understood and tingly inside and you want to join the Empowered Empath, now is the time. There's this link for only a few more hours till midnight tonight. It's this into five weeks, more practices, more meditations, more group support, more pulling you forward, activating you. And the best part about it is I've never run this program in my energy that I'm currently in now. So it's going to be a motherfucking portal. It's going to be so epic. The bonuses, the program, I really invite you in. If this resonates with you, if you feel it's right, it's not right for everybody. It's not what's next for everybody. But if it is for you, jump on that link. And the early, if you don't get the 24 hour one, the early bird price is on until Friday, and then it's going to go up by a couple hundred dollars. So definitely come in if it calls you, just if it calls you. I only want the right people in there, the people that really want this work and are really ready to master their energy so that they can master manifestation. So how do you deal with worries and strong emotions? If your kids are struggling, my son is action out a lot. Oh, acting out a lot, but after school care and emotionally physically affects me. Yes. So even more breaks, um, even more trying to be compassionate towards what they're going through. But for me, I 
take a lot of breaks from my kids, just mini moments. I don't mean that mean. I don't mean that like I'm gone all the time. I just mean mini moments. I take little moments to go to the washroom, to go wash my face, brush my teeth, reset the mood. So that's a big one. Breathing deep, talking to them as a real human, going like, what, what's going on, my love? Um, and being there for them as much as you possibly can, but also doing you, not neglecting you in the process. So for me, even when my kids are going through a hard time, if I was going to go to the beach after my work day and just take five minutes to meditate, because that's what jazzes me up, I'm still going to do that. Like I said to you guys before, if I'm in my work day and I come down and my kids are stressed and my husband's stressed, neglecting everything for me is not the answer. Going like, okay, I was just going to have a quick shower. So I'm just going to have a quick shower. Love, I'll be right back. Let's talk about this when I get back. So depending on what the situation is, if my kid broke my their foot, I'm not going to be like, I'm going to have a shower, going to be loofahing for the next 25 minutes. There's a time and a place. But neglecting you is never the answer, and that's what your tendency tends to be, being an empath. So as soon as someone else is in pain, neglecting you is never the answer. So that's kind of what I want to say to that. And continuously, like keep releasing, keep releasing, keep releasing. Look at life through the eyes of source and go, he's going through something. Love is going to help heal understanding and compassion. So what do I need to do to get to the place where I can be love for him? And I have an an 11 year old that is borderline teenager. And there's times where I'm like, oh, that attitude or those eye rolls or that thing. And I'm like, She's a teenager almost. And what do I need to do to be able to be compassionate in that and not just reactive to her? Does that make sense? Okay. I got to go. I have a client. I love you guys so much. I can't wait to see who comes into Empowered Empath to see the journey that unfolds. If you want to share your takeaways with me, I would love to hear on this live stream or tag me on Instagram or DM me or whatever. I'd love to hear your takeaways. I go through, I look at all of your comments. I feel your love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being the person that you are. I can't wait to go further in this journey with you if it calls to you and support you because I am an empath and I get it. So make sure to go through the workbook, watch this again, join the Empowered Empath if it calls to you or if you're looking to work deeper with me, there's always options for that too. You can reach out at any time. Sending you so much love, my loves. Manifesting for empaths, that is a wrap. Can't wait to see you in all of the places. (laughs) Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I want you to take a second to put your hand on your heart and maybe even take a deep breath and take in everything that was talked about today that resonated with you. Invite it into your cells, invite it into your mind and into your energy as you upgrade your life. It was a pleasure connecting with you in this episode. If you want more, come find me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation and I'll see you in the next episode. Sending you so much love.